Wild. Uh, earlier today, Tennessee Congressman Kevin Burchett was talking to a reporter when he said that former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy elbowed him in the back with a clean shot to the kidneys. You know, people in Congress are old because they know where their kidneys are. <laughs> hey, Gen Z are out there. Where'd you get? Like, oh, here? Ah, uh, correctly assuming that uh, the low IQ is now everywhere, particularly among his viewers and fans. Late night television. I didn't know Kevin McCarthy cared that much. If I had known he really cared, maybe I would have felt better about him being speaker. Sad, sad. A little bit of fun on Capitol Hill yesterday. The, uh... The media thinks it's great. In the meantime, Chuck Schumer and some of the Democrats, Hakeem, Hakeem, Jeffrey, showed up on the mall, share a few nuggets of wisdom with the gigantic crowd for the huge pro-Israel, pro-civilization rally on the mall in Washington, D.C., and then they went inside and promptly, uh, universally, and as always, in lockstep with one another, voted against an Israel aid bill that the Republicans moved out of the House of Representatives. So uh, once again, they prove, uh, if they were Republicans, then they they had done this, then the newspaper headlines would be, anti-Semitism runs rampant in Republican... But the Democrats who are rioting and burning our cities and terrorizing Jews on campuses all across America and beyond... um, They go out and every single stinking, smelly, rotten Democrat in the United States Senate, voted against. Not not one, not one deviated. They never deviate. They march in lockstep. They goose-step together into everything. And uh, and it's kind of amazing. I'll, I'll get into that because uh, the Republicans brought up the bill. They passed it through the House, $14.3 billion in military aid for Israel. They moved it to the Senate yesterday. The Republicans brought it up in the Senate, and every single anti-Semitic Democrat voted against That means every one of them. Uh, voted against the uh, aid bill for Israel, uh, even though there were uh, they're saying about 300,000 people outside of the Capitol, between the Capitol and the Washington Monument on our National Mall, supporting civilization and opposing terrorism. The Democrats love terrorism. They're the party of the Klan and the SDS and the Weather Underground and the Symbionese Liberation Army and the you know, the party of looting and, and uh, plundering and arson and riots and street mob political violence that, you know, the Democrat Party. And then they went in and voted against it. Pretty amazing stuff. Also, an amazing, an amazing uh, development. This made me laugh out loud this morning. My friend Tom in Florida on the Space Coast shared it with me this morning that uh, the news media is attacking President Trump. They're attacking President Trump because, you know, he uh, gives long speeches and he takes lots of questions. He goes back and forth with crowds and he does all kinds of uh, great stuff. And he used the word varmint. Is it varmint? Vermin. 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 I like varmint better because, you know, that's like uh, Yosemite Sam said uh, varmint. But he said vermin. And it's, it's an amazing story what the, uh, what the news media has done with this. Donald Trump vermin controversy sparks more comparisons to Hitler. Now, this is almost funny. It is. Uh, it's pretty darn uh, funny. Vermin. He says vermin. He used the word vermin. Wait a minute, Hitler used vermin. That means Trump is Hitler. If you're very, very severely brain damaged and shouldn't be allowed to vote, then you might 
have this occur to you. Uh, and uh, every day is a low IQ day for you, honestly. Pretty amazing stuff. But I went and I looked at it, and there's headline after headline after headline from publication after publication because Trump used the word vermin. They all jumped on this, and, uh, and they said, well, Hitler used the word vermin, and Trump used the word vermin. Therefore, Trump is Hitler. That's what you call a fallacious syllogism in the uh, study of uh, semantics and, and philosophy and, and a variety of other areas of uh, study. Uh, vermin, you know, he used the word and. I saw Joe Biden use the word and yesterday. Hitler used the word and. Therefore, Biden is Hitler. It couldn't be more irrational, but that's our filthy, corrupt media. They just stink from here, and I'm miles away from them, just so you know. Um, but it's uh, great, and my friend Tom sent along this morning with a bunch of headlines, a cluster of headlines, and, uh, and I said, well, wait a minute, is vermin a German word? Is vermin German? And I went, and, and it's not even close. There, there is a, a, a German word that uh, translates, but it's not even close, and I'll get to that because... It's just, it just shows why everyone, like if you're walking by the Washington Post building, you should spit on the building, just spit on the exterior of the building. Pretty amazing stuff. Democrat Governor New York, Kathy Hochul. I think she's Hitler. Isn't she Hitler? She, um, she's got some really bad ideas. Uh, she wants to stand up the Stasi, you know, the East German secret police. They uh, followed in the footsteps of the Nazis when the Soviets took over in East Germany. And Kathy Hochul, the Democrat governor, of uh, she replaced the groper, right? Because Gropey, where is Gropey McGrope? Oh, he's trying to make a comeback, a political comeback. And that'll be fine with the Democrats. They actually like being groped, a lot of them. The, uh, so Kathy Ogle, uh state social media analysis unit will ramp up surveillance of speech. Sig Heil, minus Shotzi. And this is what uh, we call liberalism in America today. I keep saying it because it's true. They're not liberals. They're the left. Nothing is more illiberal than the leftists, and all of these people are leftists. Uh, man, oh, man, Ashevitz, I am telling you, uh, extraordinary stuff. And I was looking at this and and because and, uh, there is another story um, that's pretty crazy, too, uh, about uh, Kathy Oakland's related Ukrainian lawmaker named Dubinsky. Sure imprisoned for 60 days and charged with treason for, quote, misinformation, end quote. Now, this is what Kathy Hochul is zeroing in on. She wants to charge people with crimes for what she will deem to be misinformation, like masks don't work and the vaccine is not for everyone and children don't need them and may cause myocarditis and, you know, that kind of misinformation and and uh, ballot box stuffing and various places, that kind of misinformation. These people are fascists, and Kathy Hochul may not be smart enough to realize that she's a tin pot fascist, but I'll try to help her out with that. I'll, uh, I'll get her up to speed here. But when I saw that this Ukrainian was charged uh, with misinformation, that was the charge, and in, thrown into jail for 60 days, this is what the left and commies and authoritarians do all over the world. They imprison their political enemies, which is why a lot of us raise eyebrows when the left comes after Donald Trump and all of his friends and allies, while Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and all of his allies run free after taking millions and millions, nay, tens of millions from China, Ukraine, Romania, Russia, and the stands, 
But uh, but never mind that, because years and years have already gone by. You should expect no results from our government when it comes to accountability there. But uh, I want to get into that a bit later on, because Kathy Hochul, it is here, here they come with the state speech Nazis, the state speech police, and they've got, they're going to stand up a social media surveillance operation that will ensnare people, just like in Ukraine, for spreading what they deem to be misinformation and normally will not be. And then they're looking to charge you with crimes. These are speech crimes and thought crimes because the left is here. And Kathy Hochul, Kathy Hochul is not smart enough to know that she's actually just this close to being a fascist. I'm holding my index finger a quarter of an inch over my thumb on my right hand. Not an even an inch, a quarter of an inch, because she's too dumb to know. Uh, pretty amazing stuff. Also, Democrats, it turns out that there are clouds. There are clouds that we call, uh, um, you know, there's uh, Ferdinand Magellan was uh, one of the great explorers and discoverers of the, the age of uh, discovery. And uh, it turns out that there are clouds that are called uh, Magellanic clouds, Magellanic clouds. But now left-wing mental cases are demanding that we rename the clouds because they're named for Magellan, for Ferdinand Magellan. And uh, they say, Ferdinand Magellan, who murdered and enslaved indigenous people, was not an astronomer. Yeah, well, neither are you, obviously. Uh, just amazing stuff. Nor the clouds discoverer. But there are clouds, a type of cloud named after Magellan. And now they want to undo it because, you know, when he came to uh, the New World and discovered, um, and, you know, the Americas, there were indigenous people that were smashing the bones of children and throwing them into volcanoes by the thousands in the hopes of having a better crop season next year and better rain, uh, just like the Democrats with their climate fixation, their global warming. But uh, I'll get into that because now they want to rename the cloud because, you know, Ferdinand Magellan wasn't a modern-thinking liberal Democrat who hates the Jews. You know, that's kind of an amazing thing. It is. Also, uh, George Soros out of Missouri, the great state of Missouri. I lived in Missouri, Kansas City, Missouri. Missouri Attorney General's report exposes George Soros-funded prosecutor Kim Gardner over 25,000 cases dismissed, misuse of taxpayer money and of the rights of the citizens. But that's George Soros, 25,000 cases from one prosecutor, Kim Gardner, who's a Soros prosecutor who is pro-murder and pro-crime and pro-carjacking. So you get a Soros prosecutor, you get more murder, you get more crime, you get more carjacking, and then... And then you vote Republican, excuse me, you, you vote Democrat again if you're a Democrat because you apparently like more murder too. Pretty amazing stuff. The news media trying to help Joe Biden out. Here is how Biden can turn it around. Yeah, sure, he's going he's gonna to turn it around. Pretty amazing stuff, amazing stuff. Fun on Capitol Hill yesterday. There were some dust-ups uh, and uh, Kevin McCarthy allegedly throwing an elbow allegedly in the kidney of another member of Congress. And then a uh, Republican senator, who's pretty great, I've got to say, um, he uh, had a had a little dust up with the head of the the Teamsters Union, the Teamsters Union, who likes to be called SOB, 
that's an abbreviation for his uh, thing. But Senator Mullen uh, decided to take it to this Teamsters boss who wants to be a gangster, and he behaves as gangsters behave. And the gangster Teamster had threatened Senator Mullen in the past in public on social media, threatened him and uh, challenged him to a fight. Well, that was a stupid thing to do. I've met Senator Mullen. He's been on my television show on the Newsmax uh, channel. And uh, Senator Mullen uh, is a weightlifter. He lifts more than 400 pounds by himself and uh, all at once. And, and he's a good guy. He's from Oklahoma. He's a regular guy. Normal person. Remember normal? I miss normal. Don't you miss normal? Speaking of which, we have at the Chris Plant Store Remember Normal t-shirts and Remember Normal coffee mugs, among others. But uh, Senator Mullen... Uh, as a, a big-time weightlifter, a burly guy, a gnarly guy, and he'll lift 400 pounds, more than 400 pounds. And he's had three mixed martial arts fights, you know, MMA fights, and he won them all very handily, beating the hell out of his opponents three times. In fact, the total duration of all three fights combined, mixed martial arts fights, Senator Mullen, uh, less than 10 minutes, less than 10 minutes, not even equal to one round per fight. He beats the hell out of the people in these mixed martial arts fights. And now uh, this idiot teamster wannabe gangster uh, picked a fight with him. And Mullen uh, decided to take him up on his threat yesterday. And naturally the media turned against Mullen. And they're with the gangster from the Teamsters Union who would burn your car in your driveway because he wants to bring gangsterism back to Teamsters. And uh, that's amazing stuff. But the biggest thing here is the big rally on the mall in Washington, D.C. yesterday. And it was gigantic. 300 million people. Right, not really. But there were 300,000 people. as a 290,000, 300,000 people. The number, my best girl was there. I couldn't make it because I, uh, I work a lot. But friends of mine uh, and my best girl were down there. And it was big, really big, I tell you. And... Uh, I want to talk about what we did see and what we didn't see at the gathering on the mall yesterday. The gigantic, huge, massive gathering on the mall in support of civilization and against savagery, barbarism, rape, and murder. The Democrats have mixed feelings, to say the least. We are at 888-630-9625. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Today is uh, Wednesday. It's hump day. Hillary's got to get out of the house after waking up once again face down in a pool of her own dried vomit on the kitchen floor with yet another empty, drained, cardboard, one-gallon box of cheap New Zealand Chardonnay. Her life is a tragic tale. 
very sad, very sad indeed. And it's Mailbag Day, Mailbag Day. And uh, this time, um, we're going to get to it because we're not always as good at that as we ought to be. Uh, but uh, there is a uh, another story today. The British Broadcasting Corporation, they've got the headline, Ukraine. That's the, the, you know, the government of Ukraine. It's a country over there. Russia invaded not under uh, President Trump, but under President Biden. He's the war president because everybody knows the United States is standing over here with their pants down, walking across the parade field, sucking our thumbs, and it's time to be the bad guy. It's a good time for the bad guy because Joe Biden is living in the White House. But Ukraine gave the family millions and millions of dollars. The Chinese also gave the Biden family millions of dollars. This doesn't seem to be a problem with the New York Times or the Washington Post. It's all fine. But here's the headline from the British Broadcasting Corporation. Ukraine charges officials tied to Hunter Biden probe and Russia. What? What's this? That's completely crazy. Three Ukrainians who aided the Donald Trump campaign's efforts to discredit the Biden family have been charged, listen now, with treason. (laughs) Now, wait a minute. Ukrainians who aided the Donald Trump campaign's efforts to discredit the Biden family have been charged with treason. I didn't notice anybody helping. The 2019 drive was led by former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani, who was Mr. Trump's, per- Mr. Trump's personal lawyer at the time. It centered on unproven allegations. Yeah, give us 10 or 20 years. That Joe Biden had corrupt dealings with Ukraine as vice president. They, they want to uh, stipulate that it was uh, after he was vice president and before he was president that they took the millions of dollars. <clears throat> and now Ukraine gets tens of billions of our dollars without any accountability and no accountants and nobody keeping track of where the money is going to buy yachts and houses in Switzerland. But never mind that. Ukraine security services, known as SBU, everybody's got these three uh, three-letter initial uh, abbreviations, said the three men charged were paid by Russian military intelligence. This is, I think, uh, set up by the Biden administration. It added that it had used tense political situation, there was a tense political situation, to harm Ukraine's reputation abroad, and that's their job. The three men charged are understood to be current member of parliament. Uh, Oleksandr Dubinsky, former lawmaker, Andriy Derkchuk, and ex-prosecutor Konstantin Kulyuk. Mr. Dubinsky has denied the charges. All three are said to be members of an agent network led by Russian General Vladimir Alexentiev. I think we uh, we uh, ran over the dogma there at the uh, going to commercial. I was so enthusiastically engaged in the BBC story, and and apparently Michael was too that we. Our karma ran over our dogma. Always very upsetting. Yeah, but the British Broadcasting Corporation reports that three Ukrainians who aided Donald Trump's campaign have been charged with treason, which I assume is punishable by death in this model democracy that is Ukraine with Volodymyr Zelensky at the helm. 
The Democrats have uh, been sucking millions and millions out of Ukraine for years, and a few Republicans have too, by the way. But the BBC is really all, uh, they're in um, uh, full uh, Trump hate mode. Uh, pretty amazing stuff. So the Ukrainian security service, SBU, uh, charged the three men were paid by Russian military intelligence. Really? Like, uh, huh. Isn't that where the uh, Hillary Clinton dossier co- came from? Because they had that guy at the Brookings Institution who's a Russian who was feeding information and that Christopher Steele in Great Britain, who is a former British spy meddling in American elections, and Hillary Clinton using these outsiders, Russian and British, to meddle in the American election. And then, of course, the FBI meddled in the American election and the intelligence community signing on to that letter of 51. They meddled big time in our presidential election. So the uh, the three men are now facing treason. I wonder, I assume that in Ukraine that's potentially punishable by death. And they may just shoot them with anti-aircraft guns or something like that. And they do that in North Korea, you know, drag them out, lash them to poles, bring out anti-aircraft guns to execute the enemies of the state. This is uh, communism. It's, it's everywhere. And Ukraine has a lot of bad traditions, not so good traditions. The charges allege they pursued, quote, information subversive activities, information subversive activities, end quote, related to the 2020 U.S. election and were paid $10 million each. That's a, these are the allegations. And they're, they were engaging in information subversive. Ukraine, I don't actually recall Ukraine being accused of meddling in our election. Do you? <clears throat> I follow the news pretty closely, and that's not an allegation that I remember. I remember the Democrats saying the Russians were involved. So this sounds to me like a Biden administration plant, or maybe the corrupt U.S. intelligence community, noodling with and probably sucking more money out of Ukraine and going in and say, hey, Maybe you could charge three of your guys with treason and claim that they were being paid by the Russians and they were meddling in our election and Trump and Giuliani are the bad guys here. You know, the mayor of New York, the 9-11 mayor, the mayor that smashed the mafia and cleaned up New York. He should probably go to prison because, you know, the commies are in charge, honestly. Yes, indeed. The allegations against Mr. Biden involved the business dealings of his son, Hunter, who was a director of Ukrainian natural gas company, Burisma. Uh, you, uh, BBC, left out the $5 million package going to Joe Biden and then the $5 million package going to Hunter Biden separately, in addition to the million dollars a year from Burisma for the no-show job in an industry in which he had never worked coming from a country which he has never visited, where they speak a language that he does not understand. And all of that is fine. God, it's good to be a Democrat, isn't it? You even have the BBC doing your BS for you. Womp, womp, womp. Man, oh man. Crazy stuff. Yeah, the $5 million to Joe Biden and the $5 million to Hunter Biden. That's not the Chinese communist money. That's a different pool of millions of dollars, but pay no attention. More than $20 million in all. Pay no attention to any of this. Truly an extraordinary time to be alive. 
Yeah, so these guys are looking at who knows, maybe death, maybe life in prison for treason because they violated, uh, what, information laws? Is that is that what it is? Kind of reminds me of New York Governor Kathy Hochul wants to outlaw speech and put people in prison for violating new speech laws that she's drawing up in the state of New York and standing up a commission. They'll have commissars, and the commissars will determine which speech is imprisonable. And that's not a joke. I'm not, that's not hyperbole. This is what she's talking about, outlawing speech online. And once you outlaw it, well, what's the... How do you resolve broken laws? Well, you charge people with crimes, and that's what she's talking about. Uh, let's get back to the, uh, the rally on the mall yesterday, which was gigantic. I drove down. I was within a couple of blocks of it, but parking, getting through security and all of that, the very limited time I have um, on my way down to Newsmax after the radio show. But uh, truly amazing, an amazing event, a giant event. And this is very important. We, uh, we get our uh, Washington Post on our front doorstep every day. And, uh, you know, we read the enemy dispatches. Uh, and the front page of the Washington Post today has their lead story, House Passes Stopgap Funding. Oh, we've all been waiting on pins and needles for that one. That's their lead story. Front page, A sectional, upper right corner. Bill goes to Senate as deadline nears. Well, let the Democrat run Senate, scuttle it, and shut the government down for once, just for a change of pace. They'll still blame the Republicans at the Washington Post. Action pushes into 2024 potential shutdown fights. You know, this is all because the Democrats want to have these giant bundled omnibus bills and not to vote on bills individually, but to play these idiotic corrupt political games where if you don't vote for everything, then they say, you voted against food for children. The Republicans voted against border security. No, they voted against the killing every child in first grade provision that you guys slipped in there. And uh, then they, uh, you know, they uh, weasels, they deli slice the stuff and attack you for one page out of a 10,000 page bill uh, because they put these poison pills in there and stuff. But but uh, never mind that, because the, the bill passed, the House passed it, and it's funding, and, not, and it's a, that's their fake lead story. But nowhere to be found on the front page is the biggest rally of Jewish people, perhaps in the history of the world. This may very well be true. 300,000 approximately uh, supporters of Israel and opponents of terrorism, genocide, Hamas, and for the most part, the Democrat Party. There were some Democrats there, but they must be confused, suffering from some kind of cognitive dissonance because, you know, the Democrat Party. And then, and then again, a couple of uh, Chuck Schumer, the Lizard King, he showed up on stage and he yelled louder than anybody else because they're all so stinking loud. Uh, one of, my best girl was down there, and uh, we were texting. We talked on the phone. She said it's really amazing. It's the mellowest environment. Now, we've been going to these big rallies on the mall and marches and parades forever and ever, and we love going to them. And my best girl said that it was the mellowest feel of any giant rally that she's ever been to. And she said, and one of, one of the great things is nobody on stage is yelling. 
That was just a few minutes before Schumer took the stage, the stage and started screaming at the top of his lungs and pounding the table and just spitting because he's the lizard king. He was yelling, but my best girl, you know, we know these things, and said it was the mellowest, the calmest, the nicest giant crowd. A small number of jihadis, you know, Democrats, showed up and they were on the fringes and the police because the police are the good guys keeping them out. Where's that? I've got a great thing. So in any case, the, the, the rally on the mall is nowhere to be found on the front page of the Washington Post. They have, as strain builds, legislators almost come to blows with a picture of the new Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, who did not almost come to blows. But it's another smear piece, a slanderous uh, slime piece on Republicans from the Washington Post. No big deal. Um, forbidden Russian oil flowing to U.S. military. That's right. Joe Biden is filling the Russian government's Putin's coffers with our tax dollars to buy fuel from Russia for the U.S. military rather than doing what President Trump did and making us energy independent. He's making us dependent not just on OPEC, but on Putin's Russia because they're not on our side. Just extraordinary stuff. And uh, then uh, Israeli forces enter key hospital. The headline should be Hamas uses hospital as headquarters in violation of international law. It's a war crime. That should be the headline. But instead, the, they're strangely anti-Israel and anti-Semitic. They're, they hate Benjamin Netanyahu. Yesterday, I played you the MSDNC morning joke piece where the twin towers of tyranny that poor Joe Biden must shoulder every day are Benjamin Netanyahu and Donald Trump. And that makes sense to some liberals somewhere. Just amazing. They are, they are the jihad at home. Uh, absolutely extraordinary. Now, there was a great, um, a great report off the mall yesterday that the, the Democrat media are not going to report well, there are a lot of stories they're not going to report, like Joe Biden. Not only did every single Democrat in the Senate yesterday vote down aid for Israel, while the big rally on the mall was breaking up, we also learned yesterday that the Biden administration has unlocked another $10 billion for Iran. What? The world's number one state sponsor of terror and... The Biden administration meant $6 billion for five hostages. Now another $10 billion to fund Hamas and Hezbollah. Joe Biden is not on our side. And I want to get to the story of the, the Jews that came in from Detroit on three chartered airplanes. And then the jihadis either, and they're not naming even the bus firm, much less the bus drivers, because it might fuel... Islamophobia or Democratophobia, but uh, hundreds of metro, metro Detroit Jews stranded in D.C. airport by malicious bus, bus drivers who refused to transport them, refused to transport the Jewish Americans who flew in from Detroit to join the rally, and these jihadis should be gassed, whoever these bus drivers are, Whatever this bus company is should be bankrupted, and uh, whoever the bus drivers are should probably be jailed and maybe gassed. What do you think, gassed? 
and the editor of the Washington Post. Also, uh, this is the biggest story uh, of the month, this rally on the Mall. And uh, by the way, it was, uh, it was entirely peaceful. And they were thanking the police. Thanking the police. They sang the national anthem on the Mall, the American national anthem, not the Hamas national anthem that the Democrats are singing. No, sir. Because this crowd on the mall yesterday, they were on our side. They were thanking the police. One police officer said he'd never been thanked that many times in his entire career. Because these people are on the side of Western civilization. This is actually on the mall yesterday. When's the last time you saw this at a Democrat rally? Instead, they're smearing red paint all over the the wall in front of the White House with their handprints. They're tearing down the American flag. They're burning the Israeli flag. This is a Democrat rally, the pro-Hamas rally, perfectly normal, terrorizing Jews. On the mall yesterday, peace and harmony thanking the police. The mellowest feel of any rally in decades, probably. We've been going for decades. There was no violence. There were no flags burned. American flags were being waved, not Hamas flags like the Democrats wave these days. Speaking of which, did you see when communist Chinese leader Xi Jinping Ricochet Rabbit arrived in San Francisco. The streets were lined with children that were put out there with Chinese flags. Xi Jinping laughed from the back of his limo and said, America's done. They're ours. We've got them by the short ones. They are toast. Amazingly, on the mall yesterday, no one was assaulted. The field was full of American flags. There was no racism or bigotry. Nobody was hiding behind a mask to conceal their identities because they're there to commit violence. Concern was expressed for innocence on the other side. It was bipartisan, and it was much, much, much larger than any of the radical left-wing pro-Hamas, pro-genocide, anti-Israel, anti-American rallies that the Democrats and the other jihadis are staging. These are amazing times. If you're a Jewish American and you vote Democrat, please call in and tell me what's wrong with you. Really, I I feel for you. Bless your heart. 888-630-9625. Now this is a, uh, this is unsurprising, it really is. But um, Yaakov Langer, on X and X post. My mother's friend asked a police officer in Washington how he found the crowd today. His response, quote, I got a career's worth of thank yous in one shift today. Because this is the side of civilization that we saw yesterday. The Democrat Party and their jihad allies They attacked the White House. They spread red paint all over the front with their handprints because they're accusing Israel, ironically, of genocide. There are more accusations today from radicals 
and I will share those with you. It is uh, night and day. The Democrat Party burns, smashes storefront windows out, loots, torches, overturns police cars, showers police officers with prearranged pallets of frozen water bottles, pallets of bricks. They bring M80s, which are firecrackers. They're an eighth of a stick of dynamite. They'll blow your hand off and turn it into a stump. They injure hundreds of police officers. They destroy property. They assault people. They wave Hamas flags. They burn Israeli flags. They don't know what American flags are for. They're not on our side. That's the Democrat Party. Yesterday, uh, mellowest crowd ever. I'll bet there was no litter on the mall by the time they left. It looked like nobody was there. Democrats always leave it looking like a New Jersey garbage dump, knee-deep in debris. And uh, yesterday, clean as a whistle. How clean is a whistle? Very clean, apparently. Yeah, no assaults, no burning flags, no burning police cars, no looting, no assaults, no mob violence, no attacks on the police. The police are being thanked all over the place. I told you a story yesterday that my best girl and I were down on the mall on Sunday for the Veterans Day Parade, and we thanked a police officer who was there, a D.C. police officer, and uh, he helped us get a couple of beers out of the, this. I wish I could remember the name of the and in the parade, there was a pickup truck going by for a, 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 a area brewery, beer company. And in the back, the guy had a cooler full of beers on ice, right, in, in cans of his beers. And he waved us over from his pickup truck. And we're like, you know, I'll walk out. And this police officer said, okay, come on. And we walked out in the street with him. The pickup truck's moving. It's rolling. And went and got us a bunch of beers, us, my best girl and I, and some people next to us. And this police officer got us all beers, and he's a great guy, and and um, and he looks like a RoboCop kind of guy, uh, cool guy, and thanked him for being a police officer. <clears throat> and he tapped his watch and smiled and said, seven months, seven months left, this guy's in the prime of his life. And he's leaving because the Democrats uh, just can't wait to lynch you as a police officer because they're not on your side. I've got so much coming up, you're just going to have to stay there to hear it. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.